Hey everyone, welcome back to Cloud9. It is me, Ellie. I hope you're all having an amazing day whenever you're listening to this. Um, I'm recording on a Tuesday, so only a couple days before I'll actually post this. And I've been looking forward to recording this all day, mostly because it's been a little while since I've recorded since the last episode with Ashlyn. I hope everyone loved it. And if you didn't, I'm just kidding. Everybody loved it. There's no way you didn't love it. So we're on episode 13 and it's going to be a good one. Some of this information I feel like is a little old, but I don't know. I haven't recorded in a second. So yeah, I thought I would just talk about what I've been up to a little bit, you know, cover some of the usual topics and just see what happens. Per usual, I didn't plan too deeply among the list I made but it'll be fun per usual. So this first thing I listed, I don't even remember what it was, but you know, as we speak, I'm going on to Pinterest to see what it is. Oh, okay. So this is like kind of a Q and a type of thing about finding your passion. And I just thought this would be kind of interesting to listen to or to go through because It's like a little bit of like a get to know you. I don't think answering these questions is going to, you know, give the answer as to what my passion is in life, but I thought it'd be fun. So let's start with that because past Ellie was kind of a genius. So these questions I found on Pinterest and it looks like the website is www.solutionstoallyourproblems.com. So yeah, I don't know much about this website, but it was on my, um, you know, my Pinterest. So I pinned it in my podcast folder. So let's get started. What was your favorite thing to do growing up? I would say when I was really young, I liked to either kind of like play make believe or like make like a little neighborhood with like all of my toys. So like a Polly Pocket town or whatever, or just like create little businesses or whatever. So I was always trying to sell things to my family, Um, just like arts and crafts that I made or just like little businesses like that, like making greeting cards or um, hosting tricycle races on my grandma's driveway. Like I was a young entrepreneur. No, I'm just kidding. But that was probably my favorite thing to do when I was super young. And then as I got older, I'd probably just say either running or riding bikes with my friends, like in the summertime. Um, Not much has changed there. And then the next question is, when you were a child, what did you dream of doing when you grew up? I think I wanted to be a medical scientist because I really liked science. But... After that, I don't think there was really necessarily like one thing I thought I would do. Um, I went to business school, so definitely did not become a medical scientist. But I would say that is like the last career that I like named out that I wanted to do. Um, Or being a Disney Channel original movie star. So yeah. What is my favorite topic to talk about? I would have to say running or just like health and 
exercise and stuff like that. I feel like I talk about it in every one of these episodes. So yeah. What do you like doing so much that you lose track of time? Can't say running takes this spot because <laughs> sometimes when you're tired, you can't wait till it's over. I would say probably like listening to a podcast or an audiobook. I could probably listen to either of those all day if that was like possible. The next question is what would you do differently with your education if you got a chance to start over? I don't think there's necessarily anything I'd do that much differently. I guess maybe I would have looked at other colleges or like other schools within my school to see if there was something else I would have rather done other than go to business school. Um, so maybe taking more like career tests to see if there's something like better suited. I definitely think the business world works for me, but maybe it would have been interesting to be like, oh, she should have been a, I'm trying to think of a career. She should have been a nurse or a middle school teacher. You know what I mean? It would just been interesting to see, but I definitely think going to business school was like a good route for me at least. Um, next. Oh, I don't even know how to answer this question. The question is, if you had five minutes and the whole world was forced to listen, what would you say? I don't think I can think of something very meaningful off the top of my head right now, but it's a good question. It reminds me of like a question that that game we're not really strangers would ask for some reason. Number eight, what would you do with your life if you had no fear? I would probably just like travel more. Um, traveling is one of those things that you like need to have time off for or um, like it's expensive. So it's not something that's like easy to do all the time. So, you know, I don't like taking a lot of days off from work and I also don't like spending a million dollars on things. <laughs> So that would probably be what I'd want to do. I also would love to sign up for a marathon and I'm like pretty sure I'm going to. So I'm not necessarily scared of that. It's more just like, I know it'll be so hard and I've never run a marathon before, but I will in 2022. It's going to be too cold soon. So I'm not going to now. Um, what would you do with your life if you had a guarantee of success? I feel like there's a lot of things that I do now that I just do, even though I'm not that successful at them, if that makes sense. Like I record these podcasts that barely anyone listens to. And I would love to do podcasts for like a living, you know, or I would love to be like a personal trainer, but more of just like, coaching a running class or something. I don't want to like get too technical with stuff because I'm not that good when it comes to some of that stuff, but I would literally love that or to just be like a running coach. So maybe I'll look into doing that, but I just feel like I do a lot of the stuff I like. I'm just, it's not like my career, you know, it's just like different hobbies I enjoy and I do them because I like them, you know? So 
It's just things I look forward to. Would it be nice to be more successful at all of it? Yes. Um, and then the last question is, what would you do with your life if money wasn't an issue? I would probably do a lot of the same things I'm doing now. These answers are really boring, but I would definitely coach like a middle school cross country team. I would continue recording this podcast and I would travel like everywhere for like months. So yeah, basically I like running, traveling and recording these podcasts. <laughs> Ooh, I just got an email. Um, but yeah, so that is how I'm going to find my passion. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to check this out, I got it on Pinterest at www.solutionstoallyourproblems.com. So yeah, that was kind of fun and a little like cool way to start the podcast. Um, per usual, we're going to talk about my book chat of the week. And I have said per usual now four times, so I'm going to stop saying that. But I have a couple updates in terms of books. So I did finish a book this week. I finished an audiobook that I got a little while back called The Girl from Widow Hills by Megan Miranda. I randomly got this one because it was on, on sale in like the thriller section. And I saw Katie Bellotti, an influencer I follow, reading it. And she said it was so good. So she inspired me to pick that one next after the last book I listened to. And it was actually super good. It had so many different layers to it, I would say. And I was shocked in the end. So I gave it a four out of five because it wasn't like my favorite book of all time. But I definitely liked it. I liked some of the characters. And I liked that I didn't predict what was happening because lately I feel like that's been happening to me and it's just kind of boring. So definitely recommend that. And then I started listening to another book, which is called Sorry I'm Late, I Didn't Want to Come, One Introvert's Year of Saying Yes by Jessica Pan. And once again, this one was like on sale for like $1.99 on Apple Books. And really the cover attracted me to it. It was like a cake that was decorated with those words on it. And it was cute. And I thought it was interesting because it felt like kind of like The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. And I just wanted to get like another perspective. And it's definitely interesting so far, um, but nothing like groundbreaking. But I also didn't expect that. I mostly just thought it'd be interesting to get another perspective on saying yes more and doing things more out of your comfort zone because that's something I want to do a little bit more of. Um, even with like signing up for the marathon, like running is something that I find pretty comfortable, but running 26 miles sounds really painful. So just things like that or even like maybe saying yes to more things that I'm not like that's going to be the most fun thing in the world, you know? So I just thought it'd be interesting. And the cover, you know, drew me in as well as the low price. So yeah, I'll keep you posted next week. I'll probably be done with it. And I'll let you know my overall rating. Right now I'm saying like a three out of five because it has like been interesting to listen to, but nothing too new. Oh my gosh, the next topic is a pretty fun one. Um, I wrote 5k recap because I ran my first 5k since my sophomore year of college two weekends ago. 
And it was so much fun. I mostly signed up for this because I've definitely like rediscovered my like journey with running the past two years or so. I took kind of a break from running. I think I maybe mentioned this in a prior episode, but I took a little bit of a break from running for a few years during college. And then I just wasn't really into it as much after graduating. Like I would run, but it was never like a consistent thing or anything that I felt like super in love with. And now I'm definitely like pretty regular runner, definitely something I look forward to doing every day. And so I thought the next best step was to sign up for a 5k just to like feel part of the running community, I guess, and just sign up instead of just always running on my own. I mean, I run by myself almost all the time, unless I can convince Connor to run with me. So it was just fun. I love the environment of a 5k, especially just like, it's so much different running like a 5k for a random cause or like in your neighborhood versus like a 5k that I did like during college or high school where it's like actually a race and it's just stressful and scary. Like I had a blast. I got to the start line. I accidentally went in the wrong like zone. I think I was supposed to be in zone A, but I walked into the wrong section and I was like, oh, okay, perfect. I'll start in the back of zone A because I'm not that fast. I'm just very average. Um, But I accidentally started in the back of zone B. So I do think that maybe impacted how fast I ran. But also I had no goals or expectations for how it would go. I was mostly just there for fun and it mostly just like jog and have fun. So that's what I did. And I met this nice man who I don't know how old he was, but I think he said he was in like his 60s maybe. And we started next to each other and he said it was his first race ever. And I was like, that is just the coolest thing ever because he started like his running journey so much later in life than I did. And he was just like, I just want to have fun during this race. I mostly just run for like my health. And I like love that. I mean, that's really what running should be all about. And he's like, I just want to have fun and finish the race. He's like, I have an idea of how fast I'll run. But, you know, he wasn't there to win the race or anything like that. And I was like, well, no matter what, you'll definitely have fun and you'll definitely get you know, a PR because you've never even run a 5k, like actually, you know, a race or timed out like this. So that was really cool. He was a nice buddy. I saw him at the end and we high fived. Um, but yeah, it was super fun. I'm trying to think of words other than super fun to describe it. Um, very energizing, a great start to my day also made me want to sign up for more 5ks, but I don't see that many coming up that aren't like around Thanksgiving or Christmas. And realistically, that just doesn't really work for me at this point, mostly because it's like when I go home for the holidays, I don't want my whole entire reason for being home, like part of it to be like running a 5k. I should just like spend time with my family and friends. So we'll see kind of what happens after the winter time, because a lot of the 5ks really are like the Santa run or the what else is there? I guess I could do one around Halloween. Um, or like the turkey trots or even like, I think there's like a hot chocolate run. So yeah, I definitely want to sign up for more races, like just for fun. And 
I also want to sign up for a marathon. So I'll start looking into that. I just want to make sure it's like decent weather. Like I can't run when it's like a thousand degrees out for 26 miles. So yeah, basically that's my recap. It was so fun. And now I want to run a bunch of races. All right. I think I need my drink of water because my mouth is feeling dry. So let's do the, the weekly water drink. Cheers. And I already know my neighbors can hear me talking. And I wonder if they think like, oh my gosh, she's a famous podcaster. Because I'm not, but you know, it sounds cool. Um, okay. Next is a random topic. I believe I've briefly touched on this last week with my podcast with Ashlyn because we were talking about Mondays and I was like Mondays are me Mondays now and she said hers were masks Mondays like face mask like um skincare face mask um so I just want to talk about me Mondays um it sounds a little selfish but also it isn't because having like my me Monday where I get my groceries, make sure my apartment's clean. I get my to-do list together for work and for the week, like for chores and all that stuff. I, you know, do my workout, start my week on like a good note and then just don't do anything with anyone else. You know, if someone's like, oh, do you want to get to dinner on Monday? I'll be like, can we do Tuesday? Just so that I have like my day to recharge. Um, like Ashlyn and I kind of talked about last week, I'm definitely an introverted extrovert. So I definitely am very like charged by hanging out with people and seeing people. But after the weekend, it's like, I want that time to myself to get my life in order and catch up on any YouTube videos I want to watch or listen to a new book, all that stuff, or just watch a show. And I think that's really healthy and very helpful for me during the week. It's like, I know I'll have my day to get my stuff done. Um, and you know, then I can make plans throughout the rest of the week. I mean, Monday, if I was making plans on a Monday and had plans like the whole week, I would be exhausted going into the weekend. So I don't know, just something to think, something to think about. Um, let me know if any of you guys are doing me Mondays. Um, and if you're a friend listening, I'm sorry if I ever said no to hanging out on a Monday. I'm just kidding. I would definitely say yes, but you know, it's nice to have like a day to yourself. Um, and I'm sure other people have like different days that they like to, you know, chill, maybe like a Sunday, but I feel like something's always going on on a Sunday and I hate like wasting a weekend. All right, let's see. I guess going off me Mondays is just the idea of not necessarily always having FOMO about things and saying no and just not really worrying about, you know, what everyone else is up to that you may have decided not to hang out with that day. I think it's super important to hang out with your friends and your family and see everybody as much as you can. But like I said, it's okay if you don't want to do that one day and you just want to have a day to yourself. I follow um, Michelle Reed, who is like a YouTuber. She also has a podcast and she always just talks about like living a simple life and not everything always has to be some big event or a brunch or a going out with a bunch of friends or B 
being on vacation all the time. And it's okay to just like do simple things and be happy doing that. And I think that kind of helps with any time that I maybe have FOMO. It's like, I'm allowed to just cook dinner, you know, have a nice shower and then sit on the couch and that be okay. Even on a Friday night, I definitely love like a chill Friday night. And yeah, sometimes it's like, I wish I was with my friends. They look like they're having so much fun. But also it's like totally fine to not want to do that all the time. And I think that's something that so many of us forget in our 20s, maybe 30s, definitely like in college. It's like, oh, I have to go do everything. And like, you really don't have to. I mean, you can live it up as much as you want. I would just be exhausted. But, you know, just saying no and doing things that you want to do sometimes is okay. And you can kind of have joy in that instead of always being like, I'm going to miss out on all the funny memories or the best party ever, or, you know, this was my new favorite restaurant. And I missed it, you know, or like inside jokes. I feel like that stuff kind of stinks to miss out on, but there will always um, be other opportunities to do all those things and make more memories. And sometimes just like listening to what your heart or your mind or your body wants you to do and just like have a simple night is definitely okay. So love that. Love Michelle Reed. She definitely is like an influencer who's not, she doesn't remind me of a lot of other influencers in the sense that she really does like live a very like normal life. Like I'd consider her life pretty similar to mine in the sense that she just like lives in an apartment with her husband, her dog, does fun little things, but it's not like she's going on these extravagant vacations that no one could ever relate to or buying million dollar purses that, you know, most people don't buy. It's just very relatable and relaxing and definitely like grounds you, especially if you're like, oh, I wish I could be on that vacation or I wish I had enough money to buy that purse. Like, it's definitely just very refreshing. So check her out um, on YouTube. I love her videos. And I think I maybe like her podcast more. So her podcast is called But What's Next? All right. I think I'm going to do one more topic. This came to me today at lunchtime when I was thinking about what I was going to make for lunch. I don't really want to share what I made because I know everyone will think it's gross I recently responded to Foxtrot Market's story about like weird food combinations and it looked like 87% of people, like the last time I checked the poll, said they would never want to try this. Um, so yeah, it was cottage cheese and rice and let me tell you, it was amazing. I made rice and it was just perfect. Every time I've made rice recently it has come out so nicely um, and cottage cheese is just great for a little bit of protein. And for some reason, it tastes really good together. So try it if you dare, but I'm pretty sure most of you will agree with the poll and you'll have to pass. So I'm not offended. But yeah, anyway, I was thinking about creating that amazing dish and I was thinking about like my go-to restaurants in Chicago, just like places that I'll almost always order from. And I kind of just has, have like my go-to meal that I always get there. So I thought I'd share that in case anyone's listening from Chicago and wants to pick up lunch or dinner or order something in. Um, sometimes that's a fun way to spice up like the workday is ordering something in. 
you know, on like a random Wednesday, just like feel more excited. I don't know. But okay, I'll start out with Goddess and the Grocer. I'm obsessed with Goddess and the Grocer. I would say my two go-to meals there. So if I'm getting breakfast, I just get the, the veggie bagel. It has cream cheese, avocado, tomatoes, and cucumber, and I get it on a sesame bagel. I actually make this myself at home a lot, but sometimes it's fun to order it in. Um, And then the other thing I get there is the Wicker Park sandwich, which is just like mozzarella, tomatoes. um, What is that other thing? Oh, they have like peppers on there, pesto, spinach, I think. And it's super good. Um, And Goddess in the Grocer is just very like reasonably priced. So that's why it's like such a great like lunch because it's not like you're spending $30 on something. Sometimes... When you go out to eat, I'm like shocked that it costs like $30 for like a meal. So very reasonable lunch prices. Um, another go-to is kimchi pop. I always get the tofu bibimbap and it is so good. Truly amazing. I don't have much else to say about it, but you should definitely get it. I usually get it for dinner just because it is a bit more filling and I don't like to have a super huge lunch because I do normally work out later in the afternoon. And then my next go-to might be like my number one favorite thing to get is the Patsy U from O Part Thai. It's amazing. It's the best Thai food I've ever had. Um, I get it with tofu if I didn't mention that. And once again, a very reasonable price for a meal. This is typically a dinner for me as well because it is a bit heavier. Um, but it's so good. It's like my go-to. I would get it like once a week if I could, but I normally, I don't really get it once every two weeks, which isn't um, much less. So highly recommend Opart Thai. And then lastly, I haven't had Humboldt House in a, like a couple of months, but it was a go-to for so long. And I think I need to make it a go-to again, but I just get their veggie sandwich. Connor gets I don't remember what Connor gets. He kind of switches it up, but their veggie sandwich is so good. It's just like a way better version of like Jimmy John's and it's just so good. Like the sauce on it, or I don't know if you'd call it a sauce, but there's some kind of mayo on it or something and it's super good. And once again, super reasonably priced Um, and yeah, super filling. If it wasn't a sandwich and it wouldn't, kind of get soggy from like the tomatoes and lettuce. You could definitely make two meals out of it, but I always just push myself and eat the entire thing because it just wouldn't hold up great. Could also be a good thing to share, but Connor's not a vegetarian. So whenever we order stuff in, he normally gets something with meat, you know, cause we don't normally make a lot of stuff at home with meat. But anyway, I would say those are my like go-tos. I also love getting a smoothie from Juice RX. And I also love getting an acai bowl from um, Deep Purple. They pretty much only have acai bowls there. So I'm not going to share my like exact order because you can kind of pick your own toppings and fruit, but it's so good. And once again, they usually have a deal on Uber Eats where it's like buy one, get one free or buy one, get one half off. So it's like a very good deal. So find a buddy and get an acai bowl. Okay, well, I'm out of breath a little bit and we're almost at 30 minutes, so it's time for me to wrap up this week's episode. 
I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got a little something out of this. Maybe try doing those questions to find your passion or think a little bit about how you can add a little more me time into your week. I think me time is some of the best time ever. Um, so it could be something you may want to find like activities for or just something you even want to schedule in like I do for me Mondays. But yeah, I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to Cloud9. I will see you next week for episode 14. Bye.